Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin! Today the RV is headed to New Zealand to speak with Yumi Takachi. Yumi is a Zumba teacher, speaker, and author. She's originally from Japan and lives in New Zealand. Her latest book, entitled Empowered by the Storm, is out now. So, Yumi, welcome to the RV. Thank you so much, Lucia. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy, Yumi, to have you here today. And I'm also thrilled to have a special guest joining me as co-host. You may already know her from the RV Book Fair event, which happens every year. Pat Beckley. Pat is a passionate advocate for literature and brings a wealth of knowledge and experience to the table. So, Pat, welcome to the RV. Thank you, Lucia. It's lovely to be here again. And lovely to be able to talk to to Yumi, too. So, Yumi, you come from Japan and has lived in many different countries. What do you miss the most about Japan? Um, I miss Japan. Um, yeah, first of all, maybe my family and friends, for sure. And, of course, the food, as you can imagine. Yeah, and also the biggest thing, because I'm a girl, I'm shopaholic, so I miss shopping, too. I absolutely love Japanese food. Especially sushi, sashimi, and delicious maki rolls. They are simply irresistible. So what about you, Pat? I do. I do like it very much, yes. And in fact, I have been very lucky that once or twice I've met Yumi and she has introduced me to some. So yeah, no, I, I do. I'm, I, don't, I don't understand much of it, but I, yeah, very much enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I would love to visit Japan during the cherry blossom season. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. And it must be so peaceful to sit beneath the cherry blossoms for a picnic. Have you yeah. have you done that? Actually, uh, I've been too, but uh, this coming cherry blossom season, which is the end of March, I'm going back to Japan for three weeks. Oh, so I uh, will okay. <laughs> Cherry blossoms again. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is going to be pink. <laughs> yes. And by the way, I love your name, Yumi. Is it a typical name in Japan? Yes, it is. So uh, Yumi means uh, beautiful and has, has beautiful or uh, there is a beauty or something like that. And my real name is Yumi Ko and Ko is like a child. So obviously my parents wanted me to be beautiful child, so <laughs> that's my name. 
It's something like a Susan. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Well, it, it really suits you, I have to say, because you are very beautiful. So the name is very appropriate. <laughs> Thank you. Yumi, <laughs> um, can you tell us a bit about your journey? Because obviously you've now ended up in New Zealand um, and that's the distance from Japan. So just tell us a bit about how you got here. Uh, the reason why I came to New Zealand is because uh, actually I was a Japanese language teacher when I was uh, when I just came out from the university, and my senior from my university friend, so she was teaching in Auckland, but she wanted to come back to Japan, so she asked me if I wanted to take over her class. That's how I came to New Zealand and got the residency. Luckily, that time they wanted to have some Japanese people to teach Japan uh, Japanese in New Zealand. So that's how I got it. And then I actually changed my career and joined Air New Zealand as a cabin crew. That was like my another dream. So I did that and I met husband, my ex-husband actually, so my ex-husband. And then I ended up just staying in New Zealand. And from there, I've been to actually quite a few interesting countries. Yeah. Thank you, Yumi. That's fascinating. And I think New Zealand's very lucky to have you, actually. Japan's lost New Zealand's game. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and Yumi, you have some difficulties after you moved to New Zealand. And can you tell us a little bit about it, if you don't mind? Yeah, no, don't, don't, yeah, yeah, sure. I can... Um... I can tell my story. So um, I was married to uh, my ex-husband for 21 years. So I met in New Zealand and he was a pilot. So he took me to different countries. And after 21 years, um, yeah, our marriage just uh, broke up because he found another young young lady and he wanted to just have both of us. But, you know, for, from my, my value, I, there's no way I could do that. And um, I couldn't trust anymore and I just have to make a decision so unfortunately um, the way the marriage split up um, ended up me having nothing and I had to come back to New Zealand by myself and I have to start from scratch and because I've been expats for like 20 some years so you know I didn't have any career anymore I had to stay with my uh, ex and also my my son so I had to really start everything from the scratch. So that was the tough. That was five years ago. Yeah. Well, in a different country, you didn't have family in New Zealand. No, no. I, yeah. Yeah. So I don't have any family. Uh, there was a, I could probably go back to Japan, but um, unfortunately, Japan is more um, tend to have a, I shouldn't say, but I, it's true that if you above a certain age, there's hardly any job uh, as a woman. So um, I spoke to some of my old friends from high school and also some of my family members that um, should I go back to Japan, but then I just couldn't see myself going back there to start. And also in Japanese society, being Japanese is a bit different, you know, um, they, they do, in the surface, they do accept you, but then I knew that I would be probably discriminated in many ways uh, because I, I'm single and I'm not young anymore. You know, over 50 and being single and coming back from overseas is a bit different from um, ordinary Japanese people. So I thought about so many things and then uh, in New Zealand, I had so many 
friends who was going to uh, give me a support, especially some girls who know me for such a long time. They were quite upset about what happened to me. So uh, because of them, I did gain the courage and decided to come back to New Zealand. Thankfully, you have friends. Friends are... Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm, yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, I... Your, your story always moves me, Yumi. However many times I hear it, it makes me want to cry. Um, I guess because I've been through a similar thing myself, so I understand how deep the emotions are. But I just want to introduce your book here. Hopefully everyone can see it, Empowered by the Storm, <laughs> which, which Yumi wrote, um, obviously, in response to her situation. Um, and I wanted to ask you what inspires you. But obviously, reading the book, I, I know plenty about what inspires you. But I just wanted to read one little quote, if I could, that really, I think is really good advice. The heading is, quit following news. I learned that it is so important to choose what you hear and what you see. Our thoughts can easily get influenced by our, from our environment. Make sure your thoughts don't get influenced by negative surroundings. That's such good advice. Because, you know, when you're going through a hard time, you automatically, I don't know, your brain kind of zooms into all the worst things, the worst news, the worst situations. And I think that just that one bit of advice, your book is stuffed full of wonderful advice. But that one bit of advice really resonated with me because I tend to, you know, take on everyone, the world's worries. And so, yeah. So your book is great. Thank you, Yumi. So Thank just you. tell me what else, what else, what else inspires you? What or what mainly would you say inspires you? Yeah, I think um, because I've been through this um, marriage breakup as well, I tend to really get inspired by the people who comes out from the hardship and still smiling. And you know, uh, because when I was going through. The, the people who gave me the, the uh, courage and, and pulled me up to go through is those people who went through something and then still smiling and they told me that I could go through too. And still the same now, you know, um, I still get like, wow, you know, like I feel like if they can do it, feel like I should be able to do or, you know, I, compared to their problem, mine is nothing. That's how I feel. So when I was going through really tough time, that right middle, in the middle, from the, the from the, the beginning of the tunnel to the end, in there's a middle, right? So those time, um, I actually decided to, it's on the book, but I, I went to do some of the volunteer work and I've seen the homeless and, you know, the, the, the girls who's on the street. And I heard their story, you know, how they end up being there and what they want to do. And hearing those stories just made me feel like, my goodness, what am I thinking? You know, my problem is nothing because I still have a, have a job. I, I have money to eat something. And, you know, so th those people also in, encourages me to and it, it inspires me and they're trying to get back and then get into their life even though you know some of them they they probably um being discriminated a lot from uh, ordinary people but they are very strong there there's so many people on the street and you know the homeless people too they, they do have you know heart and they do have some hope and that 
gave me a lot, a lot of lessons, you know, I'm nothing compared to yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things as human beings, if we can empathise with other people, that, that's one of our biggest strengths, I think, um, because we're not an island, you know, we, as individuals, we have to live in this big world, and if we can just try and understand other people, it's it's certainly helped me, and I know it's helped you, so thank you for that, Yumi, that was very inspiring. Lucia, oh, sorry, you. Yeah. And this is what happens when you get when you get three strong women together. We all, we all <laughs> run, and you know, you you are inspiring many people. Many, your book is going to be such an inspiration for. Oh, thank you, uh, thank you. If you had to describe yourself, Yumi, in three words, what would they be? Oh, <laughs> so I think I'm powerful <laughs> and uh, I'm fun. I I'm actually a fun person. I, I love making jokes and always laughing. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, I don't know. I'm also loving. I don't know. I feel I'm quite loving. I always see the people on a good side, even though, you know, um, sometimes I can be quite stupid, you know, even the mean people, the, the, some people say some, some, someone about someone, I still feel, oh, but, you know, this guy probably has some, you know, bad side, a uh, good side as well. So, I don't know. I, I think that's my three word, uh, power, powerful, mm -hmm. fun. Mm. And... Do you have agree? <laughs> <laughs> I do agree entirely. Yes, I could, I'm sure I could add lots more superlatives because you are a very special person, Yumi. So I'm sure I could add lots of things to that list. <laughs> yes, I agree entirely. Absolutely entirely. Yumi, could you tell us or would you tell us something that um, the audience wouldn't know about you, something you would like to share? Yeah, okay, so um, it's on a book too, but I've lived in so many different countries. So when I say something, that's all those countries, people are like, wow, because some, you know, usually, oh, I lived in the US or I lived in Europe, but in my case, I lived in Tonga. I don't know if you know where Tonga is. Uh, it's in the middle of the Pacific, Pacific Islands. And uh, I lived in Myanmar, uh, which is near Thailand. I lived in Vanuatu for four years. That's another island near um, Fiji. And also I lived in Qatar in the Middle East. So I lived in so many different countries. And they're all, not many people know about, yeah. <laughs> Very minor country. That's really, really interesting. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. 
Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Yes, in many different countries. And it's such a good, wonderful experience to be able to learn about this culture, different <laughs> food, people. And Jumi, I wanted to ask you to tell us a little bit about your book. And I now realize that I've already jumped ahead and shown everyone your book. It's actually started from the, just a little idea. Oh, maybe I should just uh, write things because um, uh, there's a lady, uh, many people know, uh, Mel Robbins. So she is an inspirational speaker and also author and I'm very famous lady and she's very intelligent. So she, I, I was following her on YouTube and one day she was saying, and it was 2020, the beginning of 2020, she said she was going to write a book. Um, she just going to write one, one hour a day. And, and she was saying to the audience, what are you going to do this year? What can you do this year? And I was thinking, maybe I can write something 30 minutes a day. And I, because there's something in my head saying that my story should be shared. But I was so scared to do it. But I, and unfortunately, after I had the, um, the breakup, I met many ladies going through the same thing. So I was always thinking about them, you know, how I can help them too. So the book was actually in my mind, but I was so scared. But this Mel Robbins word just told me to start writing something. So 30 minutes a day, every day I was just start writing. And then COVID hit. And I had more time to write, so I started writing more. And when I realized those, uh, like, uh, I could see the pages, oh, maybe I can make a book. And when I saw that, uh, all of a sudden I said, yeah, maybe I can publish. Like, I don't know where I've got the courage from, but that's how my book uh, was born. So my book is everything about how to get out from your bottom of your life and then get the power back and get your life back and have much better life than before. So I put all the tips, um, how you can uh, change your mindset, how you're going to be more happier. And also it, it's tough to be forgive someone like, you know, I trying to forgive my ex and how I uh, end up crying and forgave him and those things packed in one book so anybody who's going through the hardship in their life i think my book is for them yeah absolutely and, yeah and empowered by the storm i love this title and i'm curious to know yumi if, if the idea of being a writer started after your divorce or you always dreamed about being an author uh, definitely not before the divorce. I'm not a writer, I thought. You know, I, I thought, no, there's no way I could write, especially in English. I'm Japanese, right? So this is another thing um, I had to overcome because so my uh, marriage was quite abusive marriage. And my ex had been telling me my English is not good enough. So he didn't believe that I could do any, you know, I could talk to the bank, do the business. Uh, my writing is terrible. So he was always telling me my English is not good. So I was very timid and I didn't, you know, I didn't believe I could do this. But um, I realized to get out from those uh, abused kind of uh, things is to actually fight back. So 
writing at the beginning, you know, when I was just writing 30 minutes a day, I was just beginning to practice my English kind of. So I thought I can write English. I, I, my English is better now. So I was writing. So when I was publishing, I thought it's my huge challenge for me to get out from my um, trauma. So I was not a writer in, in, the, in the past, but after I published one book, I felt like, well, okay, I know I can do it. And then I start having so many ideas, what I can write, what I can share to empower other people. If my, this first book can empower other people, then um, other stories I have here and there, maybe can, <laughs> you know, empower other people too. So it's staying in my mind. Uh, it's in my all in my head. Uh, I'm studying at the moment, so I'm not writing um, the book yet. But uh, ideas is there. But some someday when it, the time is right, I wanna yeah, I wanna start right again. That's great, and I think I really think you should. We, uh, Yumi, and I have had conversations before. Um, I met Yumi through an author Facebook page because we both published our first books at the same time. So that's how we met in initially. And we've talked a lot and she's just mentioned a few of her story ideas she's got. And I really, really want her to do them because some of them are fascinating. So I'm a great cheerleader for her to carry on being a writer. Um, <laughs> Yumi, my next question was basically about um, English not being your first language and how well you, you cope to write the book. And I know you're studying now. Um, but your public speaking as well, you, you've learned how to do that too, I think, haven't you, to encourage you with your with your standing up and speaking English in public, which I'm terribly impressed with because I can only speak one language and that's English. And I know you two are far better than I am and other things. I mean, I can get by with other languages if I have to. I can order coffee and find a job and stuff like that in countries, but that's it. So I'm always terribly impressed with people that have a very good grasp of other languages. So do do please tell us a bit about how you made yourself more confident with speaking English publicly on a, on a stage rather than one to one. Pat, I think for myself, I'm a Zumba instructor, right? So I'm already kind of got used to be in front of people. To be honest, though, when I was teaching the first or second Zumba classes was very hard because I was quite, mm, I, I was quite scared to do it. But uh, I guess that was my advantage. I already gone through that stage and I was quite confident to be in front of people. But the difference is I can dance, no problem in front of people to speak was so terribly scary because I had but the grammar, oh, maybe I'm pronouncing wrong, you know, those small little things come up in my head. But luckily, I joined the uh, Toastmasters, and in, in the Toastmasters, I met so many, you know, supportive people. And then they told me, oh, Yumi, your English is good. Don't worry, don't worry about it. small things. Just speak something. So the first one was just only five minutes. I had to speak something. And then little by little, you know, got longer and I had to start making the story to start uh, talking. But for me, because my speech is all based, usually based on my book or my philosophy or, you know, how I can help other people. So at once 
point, I realized that the, the biggest tip for people to uh, speak in front of people they don't know how to is to focus on the audience, not yourself. Like I was saying, oh, if I'm going to make a mistake, oh, what they want to think, it's all me, me, me. I changed it and I thought, no, 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 uh, when I'm going to speak to people means that I should think about the audience, what they want to hear and then what they can benefit from my story. So when I changed the thinking, it got easier. And also I am a Zoom instructor. So I was already quite happy to be in front of people. And then I thought about, no, don't worry about my grammar. Like even now too, you know, it's quite, sometimes I have to think, oh, did I say the right thing? Or is it past it? Is it presences? You know, sometimes I think about that. But I have to think, think about the audience, what they want to hear, you know, rather than how they think about me. So yeah, that's it. I agree completely. You know, Yumi, I had to present or to give a speech in German. Can you believe that? And I can understand the way you think, like you feel, because in German it's even worse because you have to decline. You need to know if it's she, he, or it. And it's very difficult, but still for in English also, I'm not afraid of stay on the stage and talk to people i'm not but i am very worried about grammar or if i'm saying something wrong i was actually but nowadays i i just like try to to send the message what i want to tell people and as you said it's not about me it's, it's about the the audience I have to tell you, if I see someone speaking in Spanish or in Portuguese who is not a native speaker, I just think that is amazing, as Pat was telling us. It's just amazing to see that someone is speaking a language which he didn't learn how to speak when he was a kid. Mm. It's wonderful. You are such a strong woman and... I'm curious to know about your goals and aspirations. Are you keep right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, my goal is the short-term goal is to now I'm studying. So in this year I will finish this uh, diploma course. So I want to complete that. And after that I have a few ideas. As I said, you know something I want to write. So I want to do more writing and I want to do more speaking. It's because I, I want to help. Um, I realized that it's like when I was going through, I also write on, on in the book, but uh, one day I just had a, um, like a aha moment that the reason why I had to go through it is because to help the people who's going through the same thing. So it's not one or two people. There's so many people going through similar things. And if so, then I need to speak and I have to help them. So as if, if there's any chance that I can do speech, then I'll, yeah, I'll do, I would like to do more in the future and write a book. Yay, yeah. congratulations. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, Yumi, sadly, we're coming towards the end of our chat, which is really sad because I've thoroughly enjoyed it and I know Lucia has as well. Um, is, do you have any a message you'd like to leave to our listeners? 
Yes. So if you're going through something, don't worry that uh, you can go through because I could go through the hardship and all you need to do is change your mindset. And I would love you to just write, uh, read my book if you need any help. And then you can find me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and also in the book. Yeah. Give me a buzz, email me, message me. Yeah. I would love to help. Wonderful. And Yumi, where can we find Empowered by the Storm? Yeah, that's on uh, Amazon. Uh, I publish in English. And then if there's any Japanese people, <laughs> it's in Japanese as well now. Sounds wonderful, Yumi. And I would like to say thank you very much for you and Pat. You both are in New Zealand and you had to wake up early today. Also, I would like to tell our listeners that Yumi Takaj is featured in our magazine, March. So if you want to check about her, her books and her contacts, check our website www.relatable-media.com and Pat and Yumi, you know that you are always welcome to the Relatable Voice. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you, Lucia. Thank you, Pat. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening and remember relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.